This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? If you mess around and you get us well-meaning black people that are tired, but we still willing to fight. offer you a gift. We still are giving if gifts. If you mess around and you get us too tired so you are no longer receiving gifts within your caucasity, you go meet the black person <sighs> who got tired 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And you going to run on down and skip up in your caucasity and they going to show you a different way. Did you know Channel 253 is member supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What say you? Audrey Louise Cunningham. Hey, sister. Hey, sister Melanie Denise Cunningham. How are you? Oh, I'm, I hope the listeners can feel me just beaming with joy through the microphone because we're together yes. in person. In person, girl. Mm. And those red glasses are fire. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. She's looking at me. I'm trying. Yep. Thank you. Looks good. Oh, and Doug is so happy to be. We're happy to be with you today. It's lovely to see you, ladies. We it, missed you. Yeah, we missed, we missed you, you. I so missed much. You too. So, listeners, we've been vaccinated. Yes, we have. So mm-hmm. we get new privileges. We've come out of quarantine. We've come out of Zoom. We've mm-hmm. come out of Zoom hell. <laughs> um, no shade to Zoom because you've you've helped us survive. But we yes. are back in person. Thank yes. you. And I hope you notice. You'll probably just notice a different vibe in our energy yeah. I mean when we're together it's it's like I get to see my sister how are you check in with me you know what I am actually doing very well I am doing very well uh, still blessed uh, to be working mm-hmm. and and have been working all through this uh, pandemic and you know from the beginning haven't missed a beat on that and and girl I'm just um I'm also noticing that pandemic or not some things just never change what you mean girl you know we what did we coin that phrase um caucasity the caucasity of it all yeah mm. that pandemic or not honey caucasity is the one constant and we don't have to um and now I mean, we don't have to turn, uh, coin a new phrase. Caucasity supreme, and it's showing up everywhere. And caucasity. How you? Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, wait. That's funny that you said that because I was on City Line. Um, I think that's the city of Tacoma's channel, um, listeners. And so I did an episode as Peace Queen. You know, I got all these different mm-hmm. personalities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Peace Queen. <laughs> Was on uh, City Line a few, few maybe a couple months ago, but I used the term caucasity. Okay, and someone wrote in and complained about me for oh, saying wow. that. Good. You know what well, I said? 
Congratulations. Oh, really? <laughs> Someone was listening to me. Oh, I'm that so is happy awesome. about that. That mm-hmm. they complained that I said caucasity. Yes. yes. You go, girl. You famous. <laughs> famous. Caucastically yes, famous. I'm speaking truth, right? We're we're we just have to um Meet people wherever they're at. So she's probably, a, the person that complained is probably a person I would never give the time of day to. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it um, it landed on her ears so that she could think about it maybe after she stopped tripping, mm-hmm. then to know that we are, we're speaking truth right That's here. It. That's, That's everywhere we go, we're speaking truth. Cause, we are trying to sting you, girl, but mm-hmm. if it stings, go ahead and take care mm-hmm. of it. And Figure what we, out why. What we're trying to do, because we know also... That for many of you, we your only black friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we know that. Mm-hmm. We take that on as a responsibility. We receive that. Because mm-hmm. some of you have told us that. <laughs> you know, directly. That's how we know. So um, that in itself is um, a responsibility that we have to choose to take. And so that's what we try to do with this show. And so caucasity is... Because we know that most of you out there listening don't look like us. So, you know, that's an understanding of our demographics. And so we got to talk about caucasity. We need to let you know what this is. Yes. Okay, so that you know for sure that you're not exhibiting it. And so we got some examples today that, I mean, literally have mm-hmm. happened to us. And Audrey and I look at it and we'd be like, girl, and girl. and she'll say, Girl, that's ca- the, the, caucasity the caucasity of it all. Of it all. The, the caucasity, caucasity of it all. Of it all. Mm-hmm. So, our as we we move move down with examples of uh, of the definition, right? We'll start with the. Do we have to start with the insurrection? I mean that that's the that's where we that's where we actually introduce the term. Yeah, it's caucasity. It's the things that white people do that think they have the right to do it. Yeah, uh, it, only white people think that they have the right to do Uh certain things. And uh, that's it. And it's real. It is real. And just because there there is a term to it, it does not necessarily mean that that is you, Mm -hmm. every white person. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I invite you to think about, um, what's that saying, that old saying, if the shoe fits, wear it? Well, if the label fits, Wear it, and if it doesn't, then don't. And if it causes some type of react, if the label in and of itself of caucasity, you have an issue with it, I think that you might want to sit with that and uh, figure out where the discomfort comes from. Okay. Yep. And so I would invite you actually to um, go to... Go to the, um, what do we call it? The Urban, Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's the audacity of a Caucasian. Yeah. That's what they, yeah. that's one of the things. I mean, the uh, something simple as the audacity <laughs> of a Caucasian to be a Karen. That's what Karens okay. are. No, Karens girl. are dis- dis- displaying caucasity. What are you laughing at? Because <laughs> I'm looking at the Urban Dictionary and it says... The act or activity of a white person engaging in white people shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh dear. Okay. Well, and and yeah. let me just let, let, let me yes, and let me um I'm going to kind of bring this <laughs> bring this around to the last part of that definition white people shit. Mm-hmm. Um I guarantee you, and I I said this on one of our earlier podcasts, that as black people, people with black skin, we don't all know each other. Mm. We don't. We don't all know each other. I do not know every black person in the 253. I do do not know, I wouldn't even say 5% of the black people in the 253. With that said... I feel very confident that any black person that I meet, either in the 253 or around the world, that I would have something in common with Mm -hmm. them. Shared experience. Because of the color of my skin, we have those shared experiences. So when that term white people shit, I guarantee you that. I could go up to a black stranger, child, I just experienced some white people shit. And they'd be like, mm, 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 my sister, I'm sorry. Yeah. We wouldn't even In what have category? to. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? There would be there would be no discussion about what I meant when I said white people shit. Nope. Mm-mm. And isn't that interesting? It's and even when we say caucasity. Oh, people just they they feel like we made up the word because they never heard it before, but they know the meaning mm-hmm. as and even white people know. Right. Good. I mean, they know the meaning. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we got to bring some vivid uh, examples to your consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, because the white people shit shows up every day in the workplace. Oh, it does. And, and they don't I really want I want to talk about the workplace. OK, let's talk you know, about because the workplace. This is where the lynchings happen, you know. And I'm, I'm gonna what you mean, let me, lynching girl. That's girl, let me, a, ooh, let me let, let's you talk today. You can ooh, let's girl, talk you today. Lynching, you know, master gonna be scared. Let's talk today about workplace lynchings. Let's talk about it, okay? Because I've experienced one myself. This girl, is when happened? I worked at the state of Washington, mm. and uh, and God has worked this all the way out 360. So there's no need for me to call names and stuff. But I do want to um, make a teaching moment out of this. I was a director of a program um, that was revenue generating for the state, like making a lot of money for them that was outside of um, the general fund, which was the um, it's called a revolving fund. Mm -hmm. You know, so so people that are slews, if they really want to do some digging, they could probably take some of what I'm going to say and figure it out. But anyway, I was head of a revolving fund and a revolving fund is money that. Um, agencies can, it's unencumbered, right? It, it, so when your budget is running low and this, that, and another, and you want to, uh, you need to fund some stuff off the books, okay, you can get it through the revolving fund. Mm-hmm. And so Sister Melanie was head of this revolving fund, but I didn't know all the ins and outs of it. You know, I was like, oh, look here, I got a good job, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to do the best, that, the best that I can. I'm the first black manager in 25 years in this agency, first black. It's been a good old boys network. I'm running um, a, a business unit where I'm supervising white boys that drive trucks and forklifts and things oh, of this nature, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm the first new manager, black woman, and you know, back then, unapologetically black, my dude was all blacked up, and yeah. you know, I'm just showing up <laughs> as myself. And one of my first 
official actions when I got there and I was able to, uh, you know, review the balance sheet and see what's going on. And it's like, oh, hell, wait. I got these and I can't I can't like I can't tell too much because I don't want to tell anybody. But it was a a classification of workers mm-hmm. that would make their annual salary would be like twenty five thirty thousand dollars. Okay. But they were making like sixty thousand dollars, you know, fifty six. And I'm like, what is this about? You know, you start asking the questions, right? You you taught me the other day when we were talking about some other things, discovery, right? Mm-hmm. When you get in a new job, you start to, you go out and you see what you discover. And I'm discovering that this is out of whack right now. What's going on? Oh, we got a lot of overtime going on here. Oh, okay. What is this about? What's the overtime about? What's the overtime what are you about? On? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, leading me down a hole, down a hole, would needless to say, <clears throat> wasn't very popular. Okay. Okay. So then the next thing I know, I'm having a rebellion in in my area. Mm-hmm. And everybody's coming after me. Did you cut back the overtime? Oh, yeah, girl. Okay. You know, okay. straight up. Straight up. Cut, cut back the overtime. Um, oh, this was funny. Uh, you know, I had signature authority over purchase orders. And so one of these purchase orders showed up. And it, at that time, it was like for a $600,000 purchase. Ooh. I was like, I ain't signing that. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to have me showing up on the 5 o'clock news um, <laughs> for doing something improper over a transaction I had no involvement in. But that's how it was. You know, mm-hmm. the money was coming out of the revolving fund. So... I'm over the fun. I'm supposed to. Mm-mm. So that's how I got, quote, in trouble. Do you hear Why? what I'm saying? Why? Because you didn't, you didn't sign I wasn't up. going along to get along. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You was disrupting. Yeah. Black disrupting. girl coming I'm up there. I'm putting that in air quotes. Yeah. Disrupting. Asking all these questions and stuff. Yeah. And how so, dare you? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. going in there was very popular. Oh, this is such a change and innovation. And the first, you know, I'm first black woman. So this is historic and I, Please. Girl, black girl came in there and started asking questions. Then it was like, what the hell? We better get her ass uh-huh. out of there quickly. So, girl, what was the lynching? The lynching was then my supervisor made me go and sit down and have I had to hear testimony, quote unquote, of from all of my employees uh-huh. about um, why I wasn't serving them properly. Well, what weren't you serving them properly about? From their perspective. From their perspective. Ask, uh-huh. Yeah. I was Besides too, just being black. <laughs> I was <laughs> right. Disrespecting their um environments. What do they mean by that? Because I just show up anytime. Mm. You know, management by walking around. Uh-huh. That's what I practice. And so you show up and then you see stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you What's show up, you discover. Here? Yeah. You know, like I showed up across the mountains one time and discovered one of the truck drivers had his kid. Driving his kid across the mountains in the um in the truck girl, in the, the truck, state in truck the state truck oh my yeah okay yeah but just like we talked about before you know back in the day I mean in in our episode prior when we're talking about you see what you see yes but then the and you see the evidence right but the um they want to make it seem like it's you you're yeah it's you sorry mm-hmm. they want to make it seem like it's you yeah. And yeah. so in this case, the lynching becomes, and I know it's the, the victim, victim blame mm-hmm. that many of you out there 
that are working in these racist environments are being victim blamed. And you are the ones that are making things happen. You're innovators. You know, you're out there and you're trying to make it happen. And so this caucasity, the caucasity has to stop mm, in the workplace. Yeah. I am serious. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I don't have hot flashes anymore. Oh. <laughs> but that was a, um, no, ooh, reliving that. I had that, to reliving. That, I, I, that just came up, okay, because I'm sick and tired of seeing what's going on, you know, trying to rewrite the history of the insurrection. No, that happened. Trying to um, make it seem like uh, George Floyd was the reason that he was murdered for him. He murdered he himself, murdered himself down there. girl. Or he his definitely own. wasn't Chauvin, okay? girl. I'm, you, I'm sick of you it. believe what you're looking at, girl. But yeah, the caucasity. The caucasity. Caucasity. Was that relevant, though? It is. I think okay. I do believe I, it's I, very relevant. So, Ex- I just went off. I'm sorry. Spe- no, it's okay. Because especially in the workplace, I mean, I think that it's especially relevant to talk about how caucasity shows up in the workplace. If you can imagine that um, just the word caucasity having a name to it stings some mm-hmm. white people. Just like racist. Then, just like racist, that word stings some white people. Those same white people are the white people you deal with at work. And if they can't, if they get stung just by the word, then clearly they are not in touch with themselves enough to understand the behaviors that they show up with work and how their own actions may affect black people, people of color, anybody who doesn't look like them. And the thing that bothers me are these people in their feelings are people supervisors. Oh, yeah. A lot of them okay, are people they're supervisors. supervisors. Yeah. A lot of them are people supervisors. A lot of them are people supervisors, supervisors, they're supervisors. vice presidents. My AVP, my EVP, yeah. my and ED, my CEO, the C-suite. You are you're everywhere. They they show up not in touch with how they show up. Could care less about getting in touch with how they show up, and that's caucasity right there. When you don't do um, any work on you, and you don't even think about how others specifically how you show up with others who don't look like you. Mm. Let me tell you how unaware and blind. We talk about blind spots. You know, you've heard mm. that term. I've heard it. And <laughs> I'm going to call this. Is there anything beyond blind? Okay. Besides, <laughs> you mean because blind, you just can't see, girl. Okay, what? so <laughs> is there anything beyond? Is there a word beyond blind? Can you be? Yeah, there it go. Beyond blind. Beyond blind. Yeah. Okay. So. BB, B squared. Okay, B squared. There you go. Okay. So I had a caucastic moment. <laughs> and wait, girl, wait, wait, wait. Uh, That's the first time I heard you use it in that way. You had a caucastic yeah, moment. Yeah, I experienced a caucastic moment. Ooh, spill the tea. And, <laughs> and it was so caucastic, it 
Caucastic Square, Caucastic Supreme. It, 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 Shocking. And I cannot even say, oh, she had a blind spot. That's why I'm asking about the blind word beyond. Homegirl yeah, was squared. blind squared, B squared. So, and this was, this wasn't in my workplace, but it was uh, work related mm. because I was taking a class, a self-development class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And part of that class and it was it was for the whole week eight hours a day five days a week the culmination of the class that I was taking was presentations so we were broken up into smaller groups and you had to do a presentation that incorporated all the all the techniques that we had learned during the week so there were five in my group and I went second. So one person went first, then I went second. I was trying to go first, but they, you know, they got it before I did because I was on mute and couldn't get off of mute fast mm-hmm. enough. But anyway, long story short, um, the fourth person that went, and you could choose any topic. Any okay. topic. And is your camera on and all of this stuff? No, our cameras how? were not on. Your cameras our are not cameras, on, so you don't camera- see each other. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. your picture. That's uh, whatever you have up there for. Um, we were we were doing WebEx. No, we didn't even see pictures. You didn't see nothing. Nope. Okay. No pictures. So they didn't know you. you don't. You, you don't know. Who you, you saw people's to. names in the participants okay. list. All right. I'm just setting the stage yeah. here. You mm-hmm. saw people's names in the participants list. My name is Audrey Cunningham. Okay. It. I don't know if you can get a sense of if I'm black or not by Audrey Cunningham, that name. You know your dialect. It ain't, you know, no, but I'm saying, <laughs> well, my dialect through the week, you probably could. But you start talking Ebonics. Here's the, oh, no, yeah, well, you know, that's that's part of my heritage, who I am. Go no, ahead, girl. It's okay. All right. So the fourth person that went, their topic was about a marketing failure from a big company back in the 90s. This marketing failure happened back in the 90s from this large company that was expanding operations into Africa. The marketing failure happened during this expansion. Their first attempt to market their products, and expand their sales into Africa. This is how this is being presented to us. I'm already clutching my pearls, on, but anyway. On the second slide of this presentation, I am reading. Now, mind you, the person is talking, but I'm reading this second slide. And on this second slide, I clutched the pearls. Oh, what, girl? What did it say? It said that this marketing failure happened because this company sells food. And this marketing failure happened because the company 
didn't research enough. Had they researched enough, they would have understood that people in Africa can't read. Therefore, they put instead of writing the ingredient, uh, the ingredients of the product on the label, they put pictures instead. Mm. Pictures of the ingredients. Girl. Not on the label. Not written words of the ingredients on the labels, but pictures because people in Africa can't, can't read. read. That was the second bullet point on this second slide. She didn't even get to it because you was reading it, right? And you're no, no. okay. Girl, wait, I just want to react. <clears throat> People in Africa can't read. Mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. this heifer mm-hmm. has made a determination that an entire continent, fifty-four countries. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many it was, but when she the epic failure happened. But she didn't made a determination. Okay, damn. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm sitting here. Now, by this time, she done moved to the third slide, fourth slide. And Are you back at that? I'm still, still there. I'm still there. I hear you. Now, the, damn way, it. the way... Ain't that ignorant? I'm sorry, sister. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Oh God! I made my head itch. I'm. I kept reading it over and over and over, just to make sure that I was seeing what I saw. Call Cassidy. And I sat back, and then when she finished with the the way the way that this project went this last day culmination hmm. project you show you do your presentation mm. and then the re- then you say how you felt about it what went well mm-hmm. and if you had to do it all over again what you would do differently mm. and then the other people the other four people will give you their feedback. Mm-hmm. That's the process. Mm-hmm. 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 So we had gone through that. Person one, I'm person two, person three, and now she's person four. So that process had been followed three times. In, for me, I contributed to two f- feedbacks, and I was first one, you know, when the first one's talking, and, I mean, I was very actively engaged in giving feedback so when it came her turn after she was done I was still stunned so I said nothing so she's saying what went well what she thought if she had to do you know five minutes she had that um, five minutes over what she would do differently I am hoping praying (laughs) and rooting for her to have 
had some kind of revelation. Oh God! Uh, Maybe, did I really say that? I mean, she 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 made the presentation. She didn't see nothing then or that. But I'm thinking maybe as she was presenting, this revelation is going to come to her about that. Girl, you already spilled the beans because you said it was caucastic. So tell us. So then, what happened, girl? What happened was so then. I'm like still too stunned to say anything, so I'm gonna let my peers go with their feedback. Oh, tell me! And I am hoping and rooting and oh, somebody yeah, catch somebody it! Somebody gonna say something. Say somebody something. Somebody gonna say something. Nobody said nothing. Girl, no. Okay, now everybody, you heard that. That's what microaggressions are in the workplace, and you were complicit and silent. Boom! They didn't say nothing. Nobody said anything. Mm. And then and bias too. Then I'm all of this is happening real time in a short span of time. A piece of me is saying, I ain't saying nothing because say I'm tired. Right. And then another piece of me is saying, but Hell girl, no. this is too much. Oh, you can't let uh-uh. this go. That's this is a teaching moment. This is caucasity. Yeah, supreme. you recognized it, honey. So I said. Hello, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. This is Audrey. Your voice was like that? Just like this. Okay. I said, I have to say that I am still stuck on slide two. Can you go back to slide two, please? That's right. And she went back to slide two. I said, quite simply, as an african American American woman who walks in black skin every day. Bullet point number two is offensive. Mm. It's offensive. That's a word right there. I said, and may I please be specific? And I read it. Mm -hmm. I said, African, because people in Africa can't read? I said, Africa is a continent Go ahead, my made sister. up of many, I, I'm, I wished I'd have known the number, but I said made up of many, mm-hmm. many countries. Ignorance. I said, and what I can tell you for sure, for certain, is that there are people Many people in Africa that can read. There are many people in many countries in Africa that are even more educated than and you. And dumbass. And me. <laughs> oh, my God. And everybody, everybody in this breakout room. Oh, and she's somebody in the corporate I job. Said, oh, jeez. I said, I, 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 I. I supervised. I said, I have to point that out. I said, did you... Did anybody else lay eyes on this before you? Yeah, brought why it were on? you quiet? Okay, you no, didn't hold say on. Nothing. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. I'm just mad. I'm sorry. I'm over here rubbing my knees and everything. Just uh, go ahead. You fell into a carcasm. <laughs> carcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That is awesome, That's Doug. Right. I fell into a carcasm. <laughs> I did. I did. Girl. What? First, you know, you Tell first me. of all, after I said what I said, I just got quiet. Okay, drop the mic. And everybody was quiet, including her. 
And I I was like, I'm going to be a cold dog in black hell before I say anything else. I'm not. Silence. Just not. Silence. And then she says, you know, I was kind of on the fence of whether I should, um, whether I should have used this marketing example. I was going to use another one. Not girl. Okay. All right. I'm just listening, sister, because you know gonna she would have lost me at I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to wrap this okay, up. Okay, because I'm about to cuss. On but a, anyway, go ahead. I'm going to wrap this up by saying, again, mm. I just sat there. My mute was on. I sat there, and again, I'm going to be a cold black dog in hell mm. before I say anything to that. So now we're all sitting in silence after she, that's her response. mm and then one of the other people said, Audrey, thank you so much for pointing that out. I would never have seen that. And I have to ask myself, why not? <gasps> then one of the other guys goes, wow. Yeah. Wow. I need to think about that one, too. The fifth person, who was a guy, he said nothing. It's quiet. Quiet. Mm. Crickets. So check this out. Our time is up. We get, we're in our breakout session. We go back to the main room. I still haven't said anything still anymore. Quiet. I gave my perspective, and I shut up. I'm done. Even when the others responded, I, I didn't say anything else. We go back into the main room. Our facilitator is asking, how did things go each room? There were a lot of people on that in that training. Anyway, she's asking, and I've been vocal all week. I mean, to the point, facilitator knows my name, whatever, whatever. Out of the blue, that person who did the presentation. Mm. She says, yes, so-and-so, to the facilitator. She had her hand raised, so the facilitator called, called on her. Her Zoom hand, her WebEx hand raised. Mm -hmm. And she says, yes, I want to point out that um, I really appreciate the feedback that Audrey gave <gasps> me. She called you out? I really appreciate the feedback that Audrey gave me. In, in our breakout session and what I, mm. you ready for this? Uh -huh. What I learned from that is that I should always have another set of eyes look at something before I present it. Okay, Louise. That was her whole lesson. I, now, on the side, and I told you about this, mm. I told you about this, on the side, my coworker was in that class too. Mm. She wasn't in my breakout mm -hmm, room, but she'd mm -hmm. been in the class all week. And she said she knew something else had happened. Because? Based on that comment that yep. that person gave in the in the bigger room, yes. my co-worker was like, mm-mm. Yeah, girl, okay, I need you to 
hold on to that. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I, there's a lot to unpack with that learning, especially what those folks were saying about they never would have thought about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Marguerite Martin, creator of MoveToTacoma.com and co-founder of Channel 253. It's bad out there, folks. Home prices in Pierce County are up 15% year over year. While it's no secret that the market is hot, you may not know that Tacoma has been the hottest housing market in the country for several years. There is an extreme shortage of homes for buyers to buy. Having a local Tacoma buyer's agent that specializes in the neighborhood and price range you're after can mean the difference between losing or winning the bid on your dream home. If you're looking to sell your current home and find something that meets your needs better, having a neighborhood expert handle your listing will impact how much money you net off of your sale. The right agent to market and sell a home on the West Slope might not be the same person who has the expertise and connections to find you an income-generating duplex somewhere else. All agents have specialties, and I know the players for every niche. Best of all, it doesn't cost you anything. Great local agents are happy to pay me a finder's fee if you end up buying or selling. And you can rest easy knowing you're going to get a great agent who specializes in exactly what you're looking for. If you want to learn more, visit MoveToTacoma.com and use the contact form. Thanks for listening to Channel 253. Welcome back, listeners. Sister, keep going, honey. You were um, telling us about the caucastic moment. Oh. And, and with what you have told us so yes. far. Good Lord. Good she Lord. She said, tell me again what she said about what she learned. She learned that she should have another set of eyes look at her content before she puts it out. That's what she learned. All right. And what did what did you did you were still quiet? I still, girl, this is a month later. I still ain't said nothing. Yeah, still quiet. I didn't I did not because I said what, what I, I said, said and clearly you don't get it. Why shall I waste another moment of my breath? And 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 let me tell you something, when these caucastic moments come at you, the people who are exhibiting the caucasity, it is a gift to you. When somebody when somebody says something t- to you. you honey. It's a gift. Yeah. Nothing, nothing less <clears throat> than a gift. I don't know that girl from a can of uh can of paint. I never I've never met her, and I will never know her. Mm. So I gave her my time and my perspective. And quite frankly, and I did it in a way. I was very proud of myself. I liked how your tone of voice was mellow. I managed my emotions. Oh, just very. You managed it. I had to go. Yeah, woosah. It was, I mean, that's good because, you know, they always come at us as trying to be. I was um, not going to be the angry angry black black woman. woman. Okay. Uh And I'm tired of even having to filter, filter my, my own. Uh, passion, natural reactions and and feelings, just so I don't get labeled. I'm tired yeah. of that. That's another brick on my shoulder every That's right. day. That's right. So when you do get, when you do get feedback, it's a gift. Accept it as a gift. You had a caucastic moment. Okay, you yeah. had it because you didn't know. Yeah, but you now didn't you know. know. Now you know. 
Yeah. You don't have to be. Don't don't. And what and whatever you do. Don't dismiss it. Child. Just because it's not your reality. Somebody is trying to broaden your perspective on the whole world. Yes. And so when somebody gives you feedback and they do it in a way, it's not an attack. It Girl. is not an attack. Girl. But I just could not believe that as I thought about it even more afterwards over time, I know it's truth that people live so closed in their own world. Why? Who is she that she couldn't see a problem with that? People in Africa can't read. Girl, that's a mess. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Listen, you're you're I just want to co-sign. I had I had a caucastic experience as well. Just I mean, you're shared experiences, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is our uh live these are our lived experiences as black people in the workplace. I I had a similar one in I'm going to say it's in a project, you know, one of the projects I'm many projects that I work on, but I gave a gift this this time around. I mm-hmm. gave a gift just mm-hmm. like you gave a gift. Mm-hmm. I responded to a situation that was um caucastic. Caucastic. You was in a caucasm yeah, but you know, the white woman did uh, the classic white woman playbook. agility playbook. I know, you I know, know what you're talking page about. Page 45, yep. when the gift came, mm-hmm. the gift was given. I didn't even have to. You didn't? I didn't but have you did. to, but I Girl, did. Yeah. You know, for the sake of let's move this thing forward. Okay, I'm going to go in. And um, you ain't start- got to get no details. Let, this is what I want to focus on. Uh-huh. When you told me about the situation. Yes, mama. You were telling me about it. And then you said, guess what happened next? Yeah. And did I guess such it? such a playbook. It's such a playbook. It's such a playbook, white people. It's a playbook. Okay, what? I'm sorry. What? What did we say together? I said, guess what happened next? And you said. I said, I know. child, did she cry? She cried. When you gave her the gift, she cried. I gave her the gift and she cried. She cried. She, she cried. cried. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to tell you, though, in in that particular situation, just like those um, folks said, Audrey, um, I never would have thought mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, The same kind of thing. It was a revelation uh, in that situation for the others that were were there were so, there the others yeah, the yeah. others gotcha. yeah not that yeah. person so that that was good which made me feel good about about speaking up but then the next playbook mm-hmm, move mm-hmm. happened and i guess that too you guessed it i mean guess sister, that too. you i said sister this this was the next day and mm-hmm. then i said sister um Guess what? Guess guess what this person did next? And I because, said, "Oh, she done blamed you now. Yeah, you in the wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. turn the tables. Mm-hmm. I, I became the carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you was the carbon monoxide girl. I was the carbon mm-hmm. monoxide child. as you wrapped your knee around your own neck. <laughs> yep, yep, show sure enough. But see, friends, playbook. Come on, friends. Come, come on, on now. friends. Come on, friends. You know, we speaking on behalf of the black people that you supervise. Okay. Yes. We see and listen, here's here's something else I want to point out. Don't mess around 
too long in your caucasity because you keep messing around in that, we're going to stop giving you a gift. And then you won't know. And then you won't know. How you going to grow? And you will continue. You will continue. And guess what? It's just a matter of time till you meet somebody who's got a different gift for you. (laughs) And it is not pretty. Do you understand? Yes. You better understand that there are there are degrees of being tired as a black person. Yes. And there are degrees of expression. That's right. As a human being. That's right. So so if you mess around and you get us well-meaning black people that are tired, but we still willing we to offer you a gift. We still are giving if gifts. If you mess around and you get us too tired so you are no longer receiving gifts within your caucasity, you go meet the black person <sighs> who got tired 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And you going to run on down and skip up in your caucasity and they going to show you a different way. Yeah, we trying. Trust and believe that is going to happen. And we getting tired. That's I know why, I am. Let me speak for myself. Well, I'm just saying, hopefully that you all receive what say you as a gift, you know, because we just give you real talk and we aren't trying to. Uh, well, first of all, we don't give a damn. What you think mm-hmm. about what we talking about? Because we just don't talk. Lunch. Not a hair hair. We mm-hmm. don't care. All right. We just talking and we're having fun. But hopefully what we're doing is blessing you with some insight. Yes. Okay. Because you out there in your caucasity, many of you. Blind. Blind. Blind squared. Okay. And and um, history has told us that you don't listen to your uh, people of color. You don't listen to your black people. They've been trying to tell you all along, go look at your, ask your risk management people for the amount of lawsuits that's been filed over time and that kind of stuff. Measure it. And um, you can, there's many ways that you can quantify you not listening. And so this is a season of reckoning, you know, and, and, and revolution and evolution. So we just trying to uh, be helpful. Sister, what say you? Girl, when you were saying you don't listen, that uh, the white people don't listen, you can't listen if you don't have anybody to listen to. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, <laughs> Caucasian people out there, under the sound of our voice, I want you to do just a little experiment with me right now. I want to know... When was the last time you had a black person in your house? Mm. Okay. I'm not talking about, notice I said your house. Yes. Not, and and I'm, we're going to take out 2020 and COVID because ain't nobody had nobody in the house. Right. Let's take that out. So let's go, let's go back to 2019, 2019. and prior. Mm-hmm. From 2019 and prior. When is the last time you had a black person over in your house, Mm -hmm. over to your house? That's what I'm going to ask you to ask yourself. Now, if your answer is never, Mm -hmm. then you are probably 
running through this world demonstrating caucasity supreme as mm-hmm. we speak. Mm-hmm. If your answer is hard to think of, but you finally come up with one time back in, you know, 2006. Oh, and it can't be your kids, friends. Or or your in-laws, because there's a lot of interracial relationships and stuff. My point in asking that question is to start thinking about who are you talking to? Yeah. You can't listen. You can't listen and understand how you show up as a white person to people of color. To if you don't have, <laughs> if you don't, you don't have people of color in your life. And I'm gonna go black people because I'm black. So I'm yeah. talking about that. Uh-huh. Okay, I can't know anything about how I show up to to my Asian community yeah. or my Latino community or to my. Uh, my uh, Filipino community, my indigenous if community, I, my in, ooh, my indigenous. Yes, our, oh, I, mm, I yes. love them. Mm. I love everybody. Uh, but you can't. You don't know. None of us know how we show up to someone who looks different than we if we don't interact with them. Exactly. They gotta tell you how you showing up. You know, I mean, they yes. gotta tell you. I, I I'm, I'm just in the people's gathering that I'm working on right now, and we teach people how to talk about race. There are dialogue rooms, just the boxes that you check on the census. I'm not going to sit up here and try to say what goes in the indigenous room or what goes in this room because I don't know. I have to rely on my friends and relationships from those communities to say what's needed. I'm not going to say, okay, you do this and you do this and you do this. yeah, but girl, see, that, that was a deep point right there. That, that was deep. That was very deep. And that is the essence of caucasity. Because yeah. caucasity comes from a place of either I am going to tell you what to I'm do. I'm going to tell you. Master. Or I don't, need, I don't need to know. Yeah, you I'm going to make it the way. Life. I'm going to make it the way, you know, th- it doesn't matter. I'm just going to make it the way I do because I can. It centers me. It don't bother me. And none of this, none of this. When you are white, mm. race does not affect you when you are white. Okay, no, you got to let Doug say that because you ain't white. Oh, my bad. You're right. Now, look, I done just jacked up what yeah, I just you said. Just, what you, you say? That is that right, Doug? Yeah, that's right. So, hey. Okay, so I, I, get, I guess you was all right then. Well, it's okay, but no, I, I, appreciate, your, I appreciate your point Yeah, because that falls in line with what we're saying to everyone you don't know when it comes to race when it comes to color and what that how that plays out in America if you are white my point is you have to work harder yep if you're white the fact is you have to work harder to understand everybody else's race walk in America. It's you have to But you have to work, you have to seek it. Right. You have to seek it intentionally. You have to seek the understanding. Yeah. And if you don't white person, then you are part of the problem. Oh, absolutely, sister. So we are in 
a revolution of consciousness right now, right? Yes. We, this is this is the season that we are living in. So your point is so very well taken. White people, you have to take uh, extra effort now. Yes. You have to work harder because we've been socialized. I love this. Uh, back into my schoolwork, but I'm going through that cycle of socialization. The way that we have been socialized, we were born into a system that favors whiteness. Yes. And all of the institutions around it reinforce it. And you have to actually select out of it. Yes. And move out. to liberation. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to opt out. So this is the season. This has to be that um, moment of truth mm-hmm. where white people, you say, OK, I'm opting out of this. OK, I'm going to get out and I'm going to liberate myself, which means now a different mindset. Yes. It means that you have to now denounce. You have to say, I'm stripping myself. I, You know, all of this that I've been taught about me being um, superior and that my uh, complicitness, my quietness, my I, I'm going to act like I don't see anything. I can't unsee the fact that I've seen this, the white law enforcement officers murder a man in my face. OK, and every day you're seeing this. I mean, even in the month of um, just this month, there's been like April. 45 People mass shootings, right? And people are just killing each other left and left and right. So and black men are being killed disproportionately, disproportionately, disproportionately. And as so, I like that what you're talking about, white people. You have to opt out, opt out, out, opt out of the racist system, the system that we were all born into. White people. That's why I say you have to work harder. Because you are the recipients of the favor. Your skin brings you favor. That's what we call the privilege. That's That's the privilege. Your skin brings you privilege. And so you have to opt out standing by and doing nothing is no longer an option. It can't be. Unless... You don't give a damn. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah, just say that. And it's, if that's it, that's cool. I think of it as a it's a responsibility. A responsibility. If you're a conscious person, it's a responsibility. It that's the thank you Doug. That's it's a human responsibility. It is your yep. resp- all of our responsibilities as human beings to make sure that our human brothers and sisters are okay. Yeah. Period. Oh, it it has got to Period. be that only. Yes. So, white people, since you are not experiencing the same level of suffering, nor the same tenure of suffering as those non-white people like me, my sister our Asian community, our, you know, indigenous community, community, all these years, white people, since you are not experiencing what we experience. Multiracial community, Latino community. Because we're not white. It is your responsibility. It's always been your responsibility. But now, Mm. now, now, 
if you don't take on that responsibility, then we see you. We know who you are because mm-hmm. you don't give a damn. And you, I don't care what words come out of your mouth. That's right. I don't care how you show you think you're showing up. That's right. In the world. We see you. We know mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It's and your responsibility to make sure humanity is going forward. Right. Not backwards. And we training we'll up our you, children girl. to see you, too. Mm-hmm. We training up our children to see you, too. And what you doing with your too. children? And like what you are you doing early. with your children? Get your children with our children so that you know that they can be together in this fight. It's got to be. It has really got to be intentional. And so um, that's that's what I say. What intentionally are you doing to do better? And in the South Sound I'm going to say it again. The South Sound Anti-Racist Project is amazing. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about it, then we'll get include it, it as a resource, but you better get with it or do something. There's the churches, the synagogues, the associations. Folks are out there working on becoming an anti-racist community. And so there is no reason for you to sit here and go, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure. I can't. I this. Listen. What did we say the last time um, we did an episode on that? You're either anti-racist or, or you're, you're not. not. Period. And you know what you can do? Do something different. Mm-hmm. Do something different. Something mm-hmm. that you're not doing today. Do something different. Be- and if you still, after what, this has been 10, 15 minutes since I asked that question, if you still can't Think of a black person that's been in your house, <laughs> child, please. Listen, and I want to put on your heart. Go find out what your black employees think about you, girl. I bet. Oh, yes. <laughs> if I you really want to know, I, I dare you to you ask to ask. And when I say I dare you to, if you do ask, I'm going to tell you, honey, you done moved from zero to hero. Yes. Ask yes. for the feedback. Ask for it. And you know it. what? If you're, I don't care what, this has always been my thing about leadership. If you are comfortable with your, in your own skin and who you are as a person and, and you truly have positive intent towards others, mm-hmm. as a leader, you're not scared to ask any question. That's right. Tell me about me. That's I'll right. Child, tell me about me now. How do I affect you and what gets on your nerves and whatever? Mm-hmm. And what I can I do say, better? What can I do? Look, I always tell people, and you got to give me, you do have to trust me one time mm-hmm. with your truth. Mm-hmm. And then you see how I handle that. That's right. I'm not asking you for blanket trust from here to never. Please trust me just one time with your truth. Okay, listen, girl, mm-hmm. but we ain't saying if you've never had these kind of conversations before, don't just roll up on your black people and ask them. No, you got to frame you it. Gotta... <laughs> Look, no, don't go, don't don't go just... to work on Monday. Look, go to work on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, Tyrone. I know. I, I just stereotype. <laughs> No, Tyrone, don't do it like Tyrone, that. Come here, tell me what you really think about me here. You don't know what he's been through this weekend. He traumatized too. That's right. But we might want to get a little coaching, right? Yeah, get a little coaching if you got get a little coaching. But the idea is to care about what your people think about you. Yes. Okay. As a leader, 
Okay, because these caucastic moments have to stop because, again, I'm still traumatizing. I'm still traumatized by the lynching that I received. And that's been 20 something years ago. Girl, and I have healed from that. I am free. And actually, the Lord brought that around in such a beautiful, beautiful way that I'm I'm happy about the outcome. And that's why I had to go through it. But um, but yes, y'all, let's start caring about each other, care about our workplaces and look at race critically and how you show up up, uh, especially if you're leading people, because the bottom line is we need to reduce these caucastic moments. Yes, we do. Stop the caucasity. And you know what? I am. <laughs> I, I am feeling encouraged now that we got this out today. And I am hoping if we only reached one, one person, person, if one person, I'm talking about that person that is still trying to think about the last time they had a black person <laughs> over their house. And you still can't think of it. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Just do better starting today. That's all I got to say about this. Drop the mic. Boom. Boom. Thank you for listening to What Say You. If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at Melanie at MissMelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.